Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I bet you never thought that you wished you would be Joanne Martin from Colchester in Essex. Well, let me tell you, you should... Because Joanne Martin is our first winner of this season on My Mate Bought a Toaster. All thanks to our friends at Jewelit. She has won herself a package of Jewelit goodies worth nearly £500, including a four-slot classic toaster, a sandwich cage, a classic kettle, a taster pack of compostable coffee bags, and a travel mug. How good is that? There are five sets of of these goodies to be won. Joanne Martin is our first winner. Congratulations, Joanne, and thank you very much for entering. Oh, oh, what's that? You would like to be Joanne Martin? Well, here's what you have to do to win the Jewelit goodness. Head over to Jewelit.com, D-U-A-L-I-T.com slash toasterpod. That's Jewelit.com slash toasterpod, and put in your name. And that's about it. You could be winning that fabulous prize. Well done, Joanne. On with the show. Okay, and then we are now changing Amazon accounts. So Janine is going into her phone. She's going to go into his account. I love it. This is fantastic. Um, And of course, we are now presented with the opportunity to dive into his history as well. You know, you could. I mean, that's the only reason I agreed to come on this podcast. So we could properly have. So I had a reason to go through his Amazon history. Have you warned him we're going to be doing this? No. (laughs) Is that bad? Yeah. No, not at all. I don't care. I can't see there's anything dodgy about signing into someone's Amazon account with them not here. Toaster. I know what you're thinking. Janine Haroni is an amazing comedian, but what's going on in her Amazon account? Let's find out. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. A good excuse to leave my house. Well, right, exactly. Yeah. Just I mean, let's just kick back and relax and not be at home for a while. <laughs> I'm just glad there's air conditioning in here. Yeah, we've got it really, really cold. Yeah. So if if people think that you're looking or sounding nervous, it's just it's it's 12 degrees in here. That's what it is. It's my teeth chattering, <laughs> but I also am nervous though. I think that's important. What specifically are you nervous about? I'm any... worried I've maybe had some weird sexual kink or something in yeah. my past that I don't know about. My friend, my friend Sally, once. Uh, ordered like a Tesco delivery to her house mm. and didn't realize that she put in the basket condoms. And when it came, the condoms were in that like hard plastic box, that, oh, like the security box, and they couldn't get it open. And the guy was like, I think I can just smash it. And she was like, No, no, you can just return them. It's okay. And he's like, No, no. So then he was like, Banging it on her front door, <laughs> trying to get it open. Sh- Everyone in her neighborhood was like walking by and watching this. Like, gonna get his condoms out. Yeah. It's fine. But I always find the way that Tesco's do supermarket delivery because they don't get they do it bagless, right? So they just put the trays, and yeah. it reminds me of when you've gone through security at the airport, and all your items are in front of you, and the 
tray, right? Yeah, you just yeah. got to sort of scrabble around. And when you see your life in a tray, it's very pathetic. What do you do? Do you take the tray in the house, empty it off the counter, then bring it back outside? No, do it on the doorstep because we've got the dog. And if we go in the house, the dog gets involved. Oh, I and see. I also feel like the guy thinks we're sort of nicking the trays. No, I feel like he doesn't trust don't. us. He doesn't care. I can tell you that. <laughs> he, he just wants you to do it as quickly as possible he and just for please. him to not be involved. It's as averaging much as out possible. about 40p a delivery. That guy needs to be paid more money, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, listen, this is going to be the very opposite of a tray of sadness. Okay. Well, okay. we don't know that yet. This is going to be a glorious inbox of purchases that you've made, Jenny. Um, so we are going back to 2012. That's when we first see you here. My drama school days. Okay. This is when I first moved to the UK and I was going to drama school here. Right. So you arrive in 2012. That's right. Well, look, it's the perfect thing that we see you buy on the 1st of July. 2013, in fact, is when you pop up here. Okay. 2013, uh, you buy the GBL Worldwide USB Travel Adapter. Look, see? Here she is. She's here and she wants electricity. <laughs> she wants to charge I stuff. Want power, baby. She wants power. That's what she's come here for. That's so why people travel. this is 2013, travel. so I'd lived here for a year before I bought an adapter. Well, yeah, it does seem like it'd been a year if you're sitting in a dark room. I mean, London yeah. is really weird. You know what it was? I bought like a like a Nokia, like one of those, one of those brick phones. Mm. So, I mean, I remember buying it. And the guy, so I didn't need like any of my chargers for any of my, I mean, I came here with like nothing. So I remember <laughs> buying it. And then I was like, um, is this the phone that like children buy? And the guy was like, this is the phone that homeless people buy. <laughs> I was like, oh God, right. Okay. It's below children. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. And how long did you have that for? Years. Like well, three no one or will four nick years. That off you. Yeah. And it still works. Yeah. So before phones became like before the internet was all over phones and stuff mm. friends would come over and it'd be years after i bought it and i would just use they could use that phone and it still worked they're amazing phones and the yeah. batteries last forever as we can forever well, as we can, a, a year yeah because it took a year till you bought uh, an adapter right <laughs> exactly that's yeah, how yeah. good they are um you also bought on the 21st of may a mini party strobe I mean, look, I moved to London to become an actor. I was you hate partying epileptics. it up. That's what it is. <laughs> you just wanted to trigger. I just want to weed out the epileptics before I start a party, yeah. What was that for? Can you remember why you bought a strobe machine? I don't maybe I threw a party at my house and mm. was like way too into organized fun or it could have been a prop for something. I don't know. I remember seeing a strobe effect on a stage for the first time when I was probably like fifteen, was in a play, and it's I still remember. I couldn't. I'd never seen strobe before. Everyone remembers their first strobe. Fifteen was your right. first strobe. South Wales. What about Halloween? What no. were you doing? We didn't really do. We didn't really do Halloween in Wales. Haunted every house. day was Halloween. That's, <laughs> we didn't need to celebrate it once a year. But I remember watching the stage show, and I was just blown away by the effect. Cute little Welsh boy blown away by lightning. I'm still That's adorable. I'm still struck by lightning. So when I see that. The first thing I think, and I wonder how often this happens on this show, here we are trying to dig into your life history, and actually people just think, oh, a strobe machine, it's only 14 quid. Maybe I'll get me a strobe machine. Oh, that definitely worked one time and that's it. That was a disposable strobe machine if it was 14 quid. Yeah, not made by Nokia, that's why. No, exactly. If it was a Nokia one, it would have been good. Um, All right, so you are in London at this stage. You are a, a, a drama student? Yes. Where did you study? Lambda. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. nice. How long did you? How long were you studying there for? I did the two-year course. Okay, yeah. and how was that in terms of leaving America? Because you're from New York, and it just... was great because 
I there were 19 people in my year, mm. 18 or 19. And so instantly you have 18 friends. Yes. And everybody was kind of from all over. There were a few Americans on the course, okay. French guy, and then people from all over the UK. Nice. So it was a nice mixture and a bunch of Irish people too. So it was a real nice mixture. It's a ready-made WhatsApp group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is very neat. Before WhatsApp was a thing. We, yeah, had, a, we had a Facebook group for our year. Imagine. We would post on the wall. Do your kids use social media? Uh, not yet. Well, they use... Here's the thing. They use... My eldest use, uses WhatsApp. And I think of that as social media. So you're older... So you, you have an 11-year-old mm. and he has a phone. He's just... Got an internet-capable phone. Almost within the last hour of recording wow. this, he's just got wow, himself a phone. really? Yeah, and I check it every day. Okay. Does I do he, a little my mate bought a toaster it? and I go through it. Yeah, yeah, I've told him. I've been like, the deal with this is I check it every day. And you put it on the podcast. And then I, that's a spin-off podcast. Oh, my God. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> my son bought a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the problem with it is, because I was like, your WhatsApp is what I'm worried about with all your friends. Uh, and what's very rapidly occurred to me is that he just deletes everything. So I looked at his WhatsApp last night. Oh, yeah. And he says something quite rude, which I need to have a go at him about later on, actually. And then it just goes message deleted, message deleted, because he knows I'm going to go. I know. But what are 11-year-olds talking about? You don't want to know. Video games? No, girls really? are coming onto their Already? radar. Yeah. Wow. And uh, just, just it's just shit. They're all obsessed with how they look. It's, it's pretty. Oh, no. Yeah, hair. my son's suddenly doing his hair loads. Oh, that's so cute and sad. It's sad he's... to see them grow up and go through that phase. That's the hardest phase. Yeah, right. I know, and it's beginning. He's going to get so damaged. Yeah. But the damaged ones are the good ones. But then you get a little funny personality, I think. Right, so... I think if you're a cool kid in high school, you peak too soon, and then you're not, you're not going to cope well in life. So were you... Because I think Catherine Ryan spoke about this recently, that you know people say, do you... Did you always know you were funny? And she said, no, but I knew I was weird. And I was like, that's it. Yeah. Were you? Because I was weird. Oh, uh, yeah, I was weird. Yeah. Tell me. Yeah, I don't know. I think I just um, could, you know, I think comedians are kind of have an outside eye on what's going on in society. And mm. So I would see like all these cliques form and I'd be like, that's so stupid. What are you guys doing? And they were like, it was, they were like um, orangutans and they just yeah. tore into me. I was bullied so bad. Were you bullied? No, not really. I was bullied. Not too badly. I was too, oh. outs- I was too weird and too outspoken. And that Venn diagram meets in the middle. I bullied oh, heavily. God. Yeah, yeah. So did that inform on you leaving America then? Do you think you were trying to get away <laughs> no, from No, I that? didn't get were bullied out bad? of America. Because you should really report that if that's the yeah, reason you no, left the country. No, no high school. Uh, ju- so we have junior high school, which is oh, okay. like 11 to 13 or 14. Mm. That's where all the bullying happened. Then I went to a very nerdy high school. Okay, um, with like a laptop program and oh like, you know, the skirts were like below the knees and we had blazers that we had to wear. Oh, wow. Right before I got there, the girls used to have to wear gloves. Like it was very, what? yeah, we, we got they were learning to eggs be... thrown at us every Halloween by the, across the street was another all girls school. That was, so we were in all girls across the street was another one, but they were like the cool girls who rolled their skirts up and smoked cigarettes and they would just throw food and eggs at us. But <laughs> but within that school, I kind of fit in with those girls and wow. joined the debate team. Oh, my God. <laughs> and started doing theatre. You found your that. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Bunch of nerds. I'm really hung up on the gloves thing. Sorry. So you so just before you got there, that was the uniform. Yeah. The girls had to wear gloves. Yeah, we had to wear saddle shoes. But, but maybe uniforms here are a little uglier than they are in America but do you know what saddle shoes are those like 1950s black and white they look like bowling shoes yeah we need to wear those for like the joker wears no. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. crazy yeah yeah we used to have to wear like bright 
we'd get a special coloured blazer if we were good at sport. Oh, that was a wow. big thing. Yeah, that's a big thing in sort of posh schools in Britain. If you're good at a sport, you get to wear a different colour blazer. And that is that is everything. Wow. Oh, that's everything. like an instant way of like delineating who's cool and who's not cool. That's what schools are good at. Did you have a different coloured sweater? Did you have the cool sweater? Maybe. Yeah, I had it, right? Can but... I guess the sport? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, go on. Do you think I'll guess it? No. Swimming. <laughs> no. No, terrible at swimming. Cricket. Quidditch? <laughs> yes, it was Quidditch. It was Quidditch. Yeah, that's my no. that's my extended knowledge. Complete. <laughs> Over. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.com forward slash toasterpod. We've got a lovely salad spinner from uh, December, 18th of December. Yep, trying to lose those pounds. Okay. Agents were probably coming to see some shows that I was in, and right. I thought maybe I'll just skinny my way into the industry. <laughs> That's what you bought yourself for Christmas, though. Do year. you have a salad spinner? No. They're I... not a very done thing in the UK. What, what's it for to get rid of the water, to dry the salad? You soak the salad in it. Oh. The, so there's two containers. There's a solid plastic container mm. and then there's a, a, a strainer. Mm. So you soak the salad in the strainer in the solid. Just in water? In water. Mm-hmm. And then you pull it out and dump all the water. Then you put the strainer back inside and then you spin. And mm. so all the excess water that was in the leaves comes out and you can drain it again. What? They're very efficient. Gets Why? all the dirt. Gets all the dirt. Oh, off. just to clean them. To clean it, yeah. And right. also so that you have a wet salad. Thing is, I would say what defines the UK is damp and dirty. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's what... you guys like a lot of wet foods. You put gravy on everything. Yeah, everything has to be. Mm. So, any solid food is just a a delivery system for wet stuff. Yes, yeah. That's how I think of food. I think you're. I think you're spot on there. The the, the British diet is. Uh, is what the time I spent in America blew my mind with how much better the food is over there. Well, it's all got so much sugar in it, doesn't it? That's true. It's very addicting. By better, I mean damaging. Yeah, yeah. The bread is like cake, isn't it? It's incredible. Everything's like cake. It's practically... Breakfast is dessert. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And there's the sort of um, various places I've stayed over there. There's the comfort of everyone else doing the same thing. You look around and, well, this guy's having bacon on cake with maple syrup. <laughs> so that's no breakfast. Well, there's chicken chicken and waffles. That's the thing in America. It's delicious. Mm. Chicken <sighs> and waffles. And you put maple syrup on it. Don't. It's fantastic. You put maple syrup on it. Do you miss the food? What's the thing you miss most about America? I miss the breakfasts, especially yeah. now that I'm pregnant. I really miss the breakfasts. How is that? What? So what, because they're the size of them? Oh, just because I am so hungry all the time. And... American breakfasts are huge and terrible for you, and I just I dream yeah. of them. Do you not like it? You don't like a full English? I love a full English. Normally oh, I do, but in pregnancy I just want cookies and cake yes. and comfort, pancakes comfort, comfort. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, listen, let's go back to time before you were pregnant. 26th of November, as winter hits in 2013, uh, you've bought the, the Glen fan with thermostat, so that's a fan heater. What year is this? 2013. 2013. Yeah. Good thing I bought that heater. Because years later, I moved into essentially a squat. I was living in a disused youth hostel in Soho. And they didn't have heating for like a year. So I just had that little... And it was illegal to have that heater in the building. So I would use it at nighttime and then I'd hide it away. And someone would come around and inspect to make sure no one had a fan heater. Because I guess it could cause fire. Yeah, of course. But also cold could cause death. But hang on. Hang on. So it's it's a squat. Yeah. 
And yet well, there were was, rules and legalities. Well, it in a was squad. one of those guardians, uh, guardian oh, buildings. Okay. Yeah, so it's like a scheme where you sign up. They haven't sold the building. A lot of big buildings in London it takes a long time for them to sell it. Yes, uh, yes. So they have people live there. I was living on Greek Street in Soho. What? Paying four hundred pounds a month. What? I know it was amazing. I think homeless people pay more a month. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, that yeah. is impressive. It was great. What was it like living in that sort of uh, place? There were there lots of other people in the building? Yeah, there were tons of people, uh, and we all shared a bathroom. <laughs> no, but they were all really lovely. Mm-hmm. It was great. And then my husband moved in three three months after we met each other. He moved into the room next door to me. Oh, as like my friend was moving out of that room, and what we did was we made that into our living room. Okay, and then he stayed in my room. That is, I mean, it in terms was just of, sort of dormitory living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of reporting back to the good old US of A, letting your parents and your family know how you're getting on. Well, I couldn't tell them. <laughs> I couldn't tell, couldn't tell them I was in a squat and then couldn't tell them I was living with my boyfriend because they don't believe in living with anyone before you're married. Oh, but it does happen. Oh, I know. They should believe in that because it's, <laughs> it's not like fairies. This actually happens. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, did, they, did they find out? They did, yeah. Well, I told my mom. And then she was like, he seems like a nice boy. Don't tell your father. <laughs> so then we were living together for like three years and Andrew would come and visit my family in America and my dad would make him sleep on an air mattress in, in the hallway. Wow, there was one time when my beautiful. dad suggested that, because there was no bed for Andrew to sleep in and he mm. couldn't sleep in like the main room because my dad was sleeping on the couch because he uses a... Uh, 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 not alopecia, a, a, a breathing mask breathing thing. thing yes, for, um, yes, yes. What is that called? I can't remember, but I know exactly uh, what C- you mean. Not COPD. Oh, I don't know. Mm. You, at least you've got baby brain. <laughs> I know, I have really bad pregnancy I'm brain. Not pregnant, I'm not pregnant, I can't remember, but yes, I know exactly what you mean, yeah. Uh, so there's no place for Andrew to sleep, and my dad was like, he can just sleep in your mother's walk-in closet. He wanted him to sleep in a closet more than he would. And I'm like, we live together. I love the idea that you're gradually running out of places in the yeah. head. Can't go there, can't go there. And there's just this massive space next to you on the bed. Yeah. Well, obviously he can't sleep there. So now you're married, it's okay, right? Yeah, but it still feels wrong. Like he still gets really uncomfortable when we're... Mm. Like he's like, we have to get up. We can't stay in bed too long. I'm like, we are married. I am pregnant. The jig is up, you know? <laughs> 2014, we have got a lighting set up as well. A, photographer, a lot, £167 here. You spent on the um, Super 5 Softbox Continuous Photography Lighting Kit. So I was going to become a photographer. I completely forgot about this. Wow. Because I thought I'll do headshots for actors as a sort of part-time side gig. How hard can it be? Here's a face. Uh, never <laughs> took one picture <laughs> why just i just didn't know how to use a camera and wasn't skilled in any way and i know my limits but i know them too late but how did you get to the state of buying all that kit for nearly 200 pounds now you sound like my husband <laughs> no, your husband just, just you know just innocent questions from you know a sort of rational point of view. It's an I interesting. Thought, I guess I thought if I pressured myself by buying all the kit and spending all that money, then I would have to do it. Right. But, so um, by that logic, if I buy some scalpels and a white coat, I'm going to have to become a doctor. I would not be attending any of your <laughs> clinics. But um, then I just took a nap and forgot about it and never took a picture. Wow. What happened to this kit? I think my husband uses it. He's a director. Oh, fine. So he uses a bit of it. And I use it for self-tapes and Great. stuff. You so you still fine. Use it. It's fine. It's yeah, fine. You're doing headshots just of yourself. That's fine. Yeah. 2015 now, okay. So um, are you still in the squat? 
2015? What's going on? Oh, now? baby, I'm in the squat until 2017, I think. How long were you there for then? I think I was there for two, three years, maybe. Yeah. At what point did you start doing stand up? 2017. Okay. End of 2016, because it was right after Trump got elected. I remember uh, that. Ah, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Right, 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 right. You felt like you suddenly had something to say. I just had a bunch of Trump jokes, and I thought they'll only be funny when he's not yet the president. You know, mm. so because they elect him in what November, mm. and he's not president until the end of January. So I was like, yes. if I just get in in that window, these jokes will be funny. Yeah, the last happy window yeah. before the world ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just nip in then. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Okay, all right. So 2016, but we're not there yet. We're still in 2015. Okay. So at this point, you are you are acting, right? You are an actor who has bought a deluxe inflatable travel pillow. Oh, for traveling back to... Is it around the neck? Yeah, They so, don't yeah. work. They're a scam. Well, they always look very good is in... Is it around the neck or is it something... It looks more like no, a plinth. No, this is... You put the tray table down in front of you, then you whip this bad boy out, which is basically like a big box that has a slant at the top. Oh, that's genius. You blow that up. And then you sit face down on top of this pillow. It's sort of looking like you're going to pray. Yeah. Which is what I do on planes right. quite a lot. Right, yeah. Do you yeah, yeah. just just rest you your, bow your head? But it's quite a sad sort of setup. Also, go. I think I use that one time because the embarrassment of blowing that <laughs> thing up that's right. on a plane is like I'm really tired now. <laughs> it takes ages as well. <laughs> just wait for it to yeah. be there. And then also <laughs> Like, how does that work in terms of sleeping? Don't you roll to the side? It really hurts your neck. You, put, you kind of do the side of your head and mm. then it just really hurts your neck. Also, I think it doesn't work anymore because I think planes have gotten... Oh, yeah, and then you hug it. That's right. That's ridiculous. You put There's a pocket mm. so you can put your hands in the pocket around the I mean, outside of it. I sort of, in a sense, that's quite nice. It's like a sort of non-sexual toy. You know it what I mean? Non-sexual sex yeah. You've got some comfort from it. It does, yeah. I'll have it if you don't. It doesn't work because I think planes have got... Do you not think plane seats have gotten smaller? Mm, don't get me started on that. That's oh my, my big. Cons- that's my big conspiracy take, is that I think that they've put an extra five rows on every plane and made all the seats and trays smaller. I, I literally sit down and both my knees just go bang. Oh, yeah. Well, but they've always been... I've always been too big for planes. I'm six foot three. Yeah, that's your fault. I deserve it. <laughs> but they are punishing me because in order to move my seat and to try and sit somewhere with extra leg room, they charge you. Yeah. That is a tax on the toll. Right, but I feel like this is payback because every time I go and see like a concert oh, where I'm I have so to sorry. stand, yeah, no, you're right. I, mean, I feel like they should be giving us bands where they stand us in height order because yeah. I have watched so many concerts where I've just seen the back of a man's shoulder blades. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm I, five two. I feel like I should get Harry Styles tattooed on my back, yeah. and then when I go and see him live, I'll just take my top off. Like, Here you are, guys, and I can just move my back a bit, and that'll be him dancing. It's terrible. I'm really <laughs> Not self-conscious. For the price of those tickets. Yeah. I'm really self-conscious. Really but that's the thing is, is, so my husband's tall and he says he feels bad. So he never wants to stand in the front. So yeah. he wants to stand in the back because he doesn't want to block anyone. Mm. Then I'm like, I can't see. Why don't they just segregate us when we go in? I, I know humans should. don't have a great history of segregating and it's not a great way to go. But if we volunteer ourselves for a limited period of time. I think everyone would agree to this height order thing. I, or I think most people would agree. Because I think tall people feel bad when they block a short person. And if they don't, they're a dick. You do if you're yeah. really tall, you you do feel conscious about it. And I was at a gig recently, and my friend who I was with was really short, and she dragged me to the front to dance. And I was dancing in a crouch, so it sort of looked like I was trying to <laughs> creeping escape. around. Yeah, 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 it was a really creepy way to dance, just yeah. like jiggling at the front, and it wasn't it wasn't good. But you know, you're right. Next time I'm at a gig and someone complains about me being tall, I'll just be like, yeah, but planes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Good. We like to listen to toast. 
We're not the kind who would boast And even in spite of the host We still like to listen to toast La 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 Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If you're looking for another podcast to listen to after you finish today's episode of My Mate Bought a Toaster, you should check out False Economy. They're friends of the show. They're very funny indeed. And in a way quite similar they go through people's spending habits their shopping habits the mistakes the successes the best bargains the most embarrassing things they've bought the weirdest stuff they've bought all that stuff very good hosted by the fabulous vix layton and andrew o'neill uh they've had some wonderful guests on including esther manito callie beaton lily phillips loads of brilliant people talking about everything they've bought i can definitely recommend by the way the episode with Catherine Bohart in. This is quite useful for me. I can go through all their guests, get the best ones. I mean, they've got a lot of good ones. Catherine Bohart, very, very funny comedian. Uh, and she went on uh, and talked about her fancy exercise gear and uh, constant need to buy chests of drawers. We've all got it, Catherine. Anyway, that is False Economy, available wherever you get your podcasts. 2018, uh, 10 purchases. It's going very quiet now. Is this a point when you start using your other halves, yes, Amazon? Yes, probably, yeah. So this is an uh, My Mate Bought a Toaster first. We're actually... What, no one has switched n- on to their partner's Amazon? No one has ever switched accounts midstream. <laughs> this feels very, like, new what? territory. Yeah, we we often get people who whose partner uses their Amazon, but we've never had someone who's had an Amazon account <laughs> and they've jumped into their partner's Wow, well. just a leech on my husband, just sucking him yeah, 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 it's great. And, you know, that's quite right too. Because otherwise, if we stay in your account and it's just, it's, it's yeah, really I'm sad. happy to talk about it. It's a lot of Audible premium. Okay. It's it's the uh, £8 a month yes. for Audible, which is great. Yeah. I mean, do you ever listen to any of those audiobooks? Never, no, not, no. Honestly, I have more Audible credits on my Audible account than I've got money in my bank account. Yeah. I yeah, just yeah. built up. Oh, you, you but got... you're going to sell your Audible points. Yeah, I'm going to sell. Go, is there a market where I can sell my Audible know. points? Um, but you've bought Ben Folds. That's quite nice. Oh, yeah. A Dream About Lightning Bugs. Yeah, life... that's his podcast. Oh, he's a book and then he has a podcast that's um, a similar title. I love him. I'm going to see him live. Oh, yeah. He's um he's coming in November, I think. Yeah, yeah my husband wants to get tickets, but I'll be very postpartum at the time. Mm, he yeah. could still go, though. You know what I love about Ben Fold's concert? Mm. Often you're sitting down. It's great. I'm going to see my favorite artist is Regina Spector. Oh yeah, I love their. They've got um, they did a song together, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. You don't know me. Yeah, me and my husband learned that in lockdown. Oh, we you... learned the two separate parts. 
and we practiced <laughs> and we thought we were going to put it online and it would be like, look at this amazing cover. Yeah. How did oh that my go? God. I would rather leaked photos of me topless come out than that ever come out. <laughs> is the footage around somewhere? Is, is it, it is. It does exist. It's not on my Amazon Prime account, thank God. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to see Regina Spector and uh, sitting there, second row. Oh, I love sitting down. I mean, I might take a book when the warm-up's on or whatever. Just, I just so love sitting down. I might get there really, really early. It's very civilised to sit down and listen to music, I think. But what's the best thing about sitting down? No tall guy is gonna block your view unless you have a freakishly short or long torso yeah that's true torso wise i think i'm okay i have a very long torso and very short legs so when i sit down i'm like perfect height that's a great thing to boast about (laughs) my tiny little (laughs) legs she's funny yeah she's really funny she's got a long torso what a torso like a ferret yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay so this is unprecedented on my maybe a toaster i am now holding your phone, Janine, you yes. handed me your phone. Is now if, I'm very nervous. Well, I mean, as if the invasion of your privacy wasn't great enough. And we've parked those innocence days of the previous Amazon account behind. And we're now in your Amazon account that you share with your husband. Yes. So I'm now, I've got your phone. I can see your WhatsApp notifications I think I'm in. more intrigued to see what this account has than you are. Well, this is the key question, isn't it? What am I going to do here? How far back do you want me to go, right? Well, I met him in 2016. So let's start 20, 2007, maybe. So... Let's go let's just see. Let's just see. Let's see what I married. <laughs> I mean, I feel it's weird how because he's not here, it would be wrong for me to like click on 2009 and just go, oh, no, nothing in 2009. What does that mean? He was in drama school. He was broke. Secret, secret family. <laughs> um, look, we're in 2016. We're okay. in someone else's account. And I don't know what in here I'm going to find that's you and what's him, right? So I'm going to... Well, Guess. look, there's, um, there's a moleskin diary. There's a... We bought those together. <laughs> we bought Did those together. We... Shut up. <laughs> How annoying is that? Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. What He's those... recently switched to Google Calendar, but I still use the moleskins, but we were buying identical moleskin diaries. Do you use a physical diary? We also weirdly dress the same sometimes. Like we'll just, we'll meet up. We haven't seen each other all day. We'll meet up somewhere wearing the exact same outfit. That's beautiful. He loves a dress. Well, I was going to say, he does look good in a dress. <laughs> he looks good in a skirt. Do you still use a physical diary? Do you not yeah, use... I do. I have it in my bag here. My moleskin. Yeah. For real? I like writing things down. And what do you do with the old ones? Do you keep them so you've got a sort of I keep archive? them as like a memory thing. The Haroni archive. Let me see. But I don't want to go into your diary because I, I don't want to do anything invasive on this show. <laughs> you know. I've only lost it once, but because I had written everything down in it, I remembered almost every single... And I book all my gigs and write them in my diary. I remembered every single gig bar one when no. I lost my diary. Yeah. What happened to the one you didn't remember? Did you just get a call at 9pm? Where the well, hell like, are you? They like promoted it uh, like a ah. week before... And I was like, well, it was golden on three that night. <laughs> 2017 now. And uh, oh, a whole load of other stuff. Uh, you got a clothes steamer. That's me. I don't know how to iron. So got a clothes steamer. It's way easier. Clothes steamer is just cheating, right? For ironing. It is the best. So do you just hang up the shirt, yeah. in my case? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just steam run the steamer. It. Yeah. Done. Wait for it to dry or does it all dry quickly? Sometimes it gets a little wet. It depends on how good the quality of the steamer is. But sometimes you're you're done in a minute. Are you kidding? It's so good. Because I, and I cannot emphasize this enough, hate ironing. Yeah. And my wife doesn't iron. So I will, we've got hardly any kit. I've got the iron and the really crap ironing board. I don't understand the math of an ironing board. I don't understand the, the, sh- the angle, the shape of where you're supposed to put the sleeve. Like, I just don't get it. They feel very dangerous as well. Buttons. Uh, how annoying is that in between buttons on a shirt? But what I do, yeah, because the iron and the iron, 
Everything about ironing feels dangerous. Yes, yeah. The iron's boiling hot. You keep it at a height. You, you keep it at right, exactly. <laughs> right above your feet. There's, there's stuff all around here that can get damaged. It's incredibly hot. Your fingers are going you're, under it. You're pointing to your genitals for the people genitals listening like, yeah. at home. Well, as a man, everything you do involves worrying about your genitals. Yes. That's, uh, that's how it I works. got that vibe from you, there don't you worry. Uh, <laughs> constantly worried about my genitals. Um, and like sometimes you will... You'll be ironing and you iron new creases yeah, in. all the time I do that, yeah. Steamer is so easy. Get a steamer. So it hangs down. You hang it on a hanger, just up and down with the steamer, done. I'm going to get a steamer. Like all the wardrobe people, people who uh, work people. in a wardrobe department. You know, all my wardrobe people. People who live in the wardrobe. People live in my house, in my <laughs> wardrobe. You know. this, is, uh, this is the new level of squatting. <laughs> Anyone who works in like costume or wardrobe department, they all use steamers. Yeah. I'm sure they have irons as well, but... Any, anyone who works in costume, I always associate them with having half-moon glasses. Hello, darling. You walk in. Hello, darling. How are you? One second. And they're always doing this. They're always they're steaming, steaming up and down. Steaming! Okay. Steaming. I'm going to get a clothes steamer. I mean, this isn't specifically a recommendation show, but that is genuinely brilliant. Great. kind of like bread, but I really love toast. And which toaster could I say I love the most? A four-slot machine to toast my bread. The answer simply stuck in my head. Because there never could be another kind. It's only Juliet that's on my mind. It's only Juliet that's here to stay. It's only Juliet that takes my bread away. Let's crash on into 2018 now, uh, Janine, as we go through your joint Amazon purchase history. And uh, this is a fun way of doing it because anything that's not yours, you can just go, husband, and you can either dismiss and it. And we'll all judge him for it. Yeah, yeah you can either perfect. dismiss it or slag him off. Oh, oh, so, slag him off, definitely. Exactly. Um, we've got a ultra poor strips. Ul- ultra poor, poor strips? As in P-O-R-E, as in the pores. That was a joint purchase. Oh, we like- have both benefited from my skincare routine. Do you like to sometimes, late at night, strip each other's pores? <laughs> you can just, do you know what I mean? Go face Strip face. each other's clothes off <laughs> and then strip each other's pores. I'm going to get your clothes off yeah. and your blackheads out. I like to make as many holes in my husband as possible. <laughs> <laughs> is this a family-friendly show? I should have asked that at the it time. It was, it was. Um, and this is often across the nose area. It's the nose, yeah. I've never done it. Did, should I? It's great. Really? It's very satisfying. What's the main benefit of, of emptying the pores here? Because they do, they feel fine, but am I going to do it and be yeah, like, But you Ugh! don't have very noticeable pores. You don't right. need to do it. Oh, okay. Between me and my husband, one of us needed to do it, so... But when you say a noticeable pore, you mean you can see blackheads? Yeah, blackheads. Yeah, yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah, you just strip it out and then you put some sort of an astringent on and it kind of yeah. keeps it clean. I feel disappointed that I don't have blackheads. I don't think it like works forever, though. I think it works for about two days and then they fill back up again. Right, okay. And, and you go again. It's very satisfying. Yeah, that's the thing. I like body care elements that are satisfying. Because you can see, as soon as you pull it off, you can see them like sticking up out of the strip. These yeah. These little, they look like hairs. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. It's very yeah. good. I quite like that. They look like, you know, in The Little Mermaid when Ursula shrinks people down into those little creatures (laughs) that she like keeps her cat as captives. That's what it looks like. But on a poor strip. Yeah, yeah. You should really film them and voice them. Poor unfortunate souls. Yeah. (laughs) Super Mario Party on the Nintendo Switch. Husband. Yeah. Where you said that? Husband. Can you tell he wears Converse's? <laughs> yeah. Does he have very well-developed thumbs? Oh, he does. Yeah. Play computer games. <laughs> no, he do. he has um, carpal tunnel for sure, yeah. Okay, yeah. fine. Um, Christmas lights. Lovely Joint. Christmas lights. Got our first Christmas tree together that year. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. 
That's really beautiful. I um, never had a real Christmas tree. In America, they're not that common. Well, in New York, they're not that common. Oh, really? So I always had a plastic Christmas tree. Why aren't Christmas trees very common in New York? I, I don't know, like not really big access to forests. Yeah, yeah true. Fair. Fair. They've all been cut down um, hundreds of years ago. Also, I think Americans value convenience and it's very convenient to not have to like haul a tree and then mm. dispose of it. It's just, you know, we basically had like an umbrella tree that just would pop open. Yeah, yeah. It was easy to do. Yeah, yeah. Have you know, I always think one of the nicest things about uh, sort of long term relationship as you build the years, the, you get the years under your belt, is building the collection of Christmas decorations. We buy an ornament every year. We buy the worst ornament. We try to outdo each other. Yes. I think the best one so far was 2017. I bought a, a dead dog Christmas ornament that is like personally inscribed. We didn't have a dog at the time. Our dog is, the dog we have now is alive. Right. But it just said, see you when you get to heaven. And it's a dog paw prints. And I just had the woman write Andrew and Janine in 2017. And she was so confused. <laughs> like you had two dogs yeah, yeah. called Andrew and Janine who died. That Although year. no, this year we have the best one. We were, I was home around Christmas time and I found in Brooklyn, mm. uh, a lot of my family live in Brooklyn, that like these Italian mothers love their sons so mm. much. Yeah. So they'll take them and do professional photo shoots and put them on the Christmas cards, you oh, know? Please. So it was this poor little boy who's, I imagine, being relentlessly bullied as we speak, oh. named Sebastian. And he was like, in a sort of Christmas wonderland laying on the floor. Oh, no. You know, a photo that was done at the mall somewhere. In the window yeah, yeah. of the shop. No, but it was, yeah, yeah, hanging in a window shop. Oh. But the ornament was on the ground outside and it just said Sebastian Christmas 2020. So we have that ornament now. That's my new favourite one. <laughs> just some random Just a random kid named Sebastian. <laughs> that is beautiful. Oh, yeah, look at this. Second of December 2019. Uh, you've got a lot of Tupperware, Lakeland stack of boxes. Can you tell the honeymoon period is yeah. over? <laughs> now you're getting down to brass tacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The practicalities of keeping uh, uh, food, not wasting batch food. Batch cooking, yeah. Batch. We started batch cooking here. Cooking. <laughs> right. I swear to you, this is true. A friend of mine showed me a text this morning. They've just started to see someone new. And someone sent them a text, this other person saying, y you look beautiful this morning. And they showed me this text this morning. I was like, fuck. And I showed them the text I had from my wife. And it said, just done a batch cook. I promise you that happened like six hours ago. Batch cooking has become the new... I'm never more attracted to my husband than when he tells me he's done a batch cook. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> How many meals? Six. Oh, oh that's good stuff. Um, and then the freezer's just full, Ben. You have to sort of play Russian roulette with gruel in the freezer, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've got. A, I, I like to keep a lot of frozen pizzas in the, in the freezer. So he's New not York a big thing. fan of a frozen pizza, but I love a frozen pizza. We... What we do with the frozen pizzas in the freezer is I take the cardboard packaging off. So this is like ready-made pizzas. Oh, so you just keep the plastic. Yeah, so, well, then it's just, it's this thin. Yeah. And then I put them on their side. We have... Oh, you've got the, a big freezer, brag. Uh, no, big, no big deal. Done very well out of podcasting. <laughs> the top shelf of our freezer is a pizza library. Wow. So you can literally go from the library and go, pepperoni, pepperoni. No. Like they're vinyls. That's right, exactly That's that. amazing. <laughs> it's like they're vinyls. Wow. So, what do you go for? What kind of frozen pizzas are you going for? Oh, uh, meat feast every time. Oh, meat feast is the best. Yeah, it's got to be. I just want absolute filth, probably from about 40 different animals. Yeah, I'd like to consume bread. as many souls as possible in a, in a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> from as many different parts of the land and sea as I can. Right. They say it makes the meat taste nicer. Patreon, Patreon, Patreon.
Why men love bitches. No. Okay, I was telling you about you this book before we started. Let's, let's talk about this. Why Men Love Bitches, From Doormat to Dream Girl, A Woman's Guide to Holding Her Own in a Relationship, ironically bought on your husband's Amazon account. <laughs> so I bought this book for a friend of mine who shall remain nameless. Okay. And because I read it when I was like 20 or 21 years old, I, I can't vouch for the book and say if it's good. But at the time when I read it, mm. I thought it was really good. Because it's, a it's way sort of the, the way- antith- antithesis yeah. of the game. You know yes. how like the, the, there's the game for men. The game was gross. The game was all about negging women. Exactly. And being a dick is what they love and all that crap. And yeah. this book is about like um, if you have plans with friends and suddenly he texts you like, hey, do you want to hang out? Even if you want to go, it's like, don't cancel your plans with your friends. Yeah. Be a bitch. That's... Be like, sorry, we don't have plans tonight. I'm seeing someone else. So that's good stuff. There's a really good analogy in the book. I don't know if this is good podcasting, but about it, it said... Men, it was like, I mean, it's very like heteronormative, but it was like men are hunters. So a man will wake up at 430 in the morning mm. and he'll put on all this gear and he'll go out at the crack of dawn in the rain and he'll wait around in the forest all day to get to kill a deer. Yeah. And he'll bring that deer home and he'll he'll love what he did. He'll be so proud of it. He'll so hang, who is this guy? Because I love is, him. This is America. Oh my this God. is middle of America. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah. hang the head in his, yeah. you know, on a thing in his basement. Sounds like Chris Pratt. I can imagine Chris Pratt doing <laughs> yeah, this stuff. Definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'll cook the meat. He'll have people <laughs> over. Like, he'll be so proud of this deer. But if you were to just, like, leave a deer, a dead deer on his doorstep, he'd, he'd call the authorities. Oh, my God. That's so true. So it was like, it was like don't make it too easy for men. I, I feel completely seen. Yes. Do you? Really? That's, no, I mean... So I, it was like, as a woman, you were the deer. I, I really... I'm, But I'm struggling to make sure that I uh, uh, don't come across as a horrible, unreconstructed male. But I see that part of me, that part of the man that's like, I want to go and achieve the thing. And as soon as you give me the thing easily, I'm like, no, 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 I haven't... I know. I need to go out and do it. Don't this you? is why I bought this book for my friend. That's incredible. It's good, isn't it? It's really annoying when but you realise... But also, I say that, and then I was, like, very standoffish with every guy I ever met mm. and everyone I ever went on a date with. I always kind of, like, it was, a, you know, wouldn't kiss on a first date, wouldn't I... Yeah. First date with my husband, everything. <laughs> and then I was like, well, we have to get married now. So, <laughs> so I don't actually know if the if the book works. If you're compatible with Amazing. someone, if ju- just, just go for happens. it. It just happens. Yeah. That's the name of uh, your dating book. It just happens. Just go for it. Yeah. It's fine. A nice, cool VR face silicon cover mask. This was amazing, this purchase. Talk to me. Well, because we have a VR and yeah. in COVID... We lived in a one-bedroom apartment that was boiling hot, so we had a VR, you know, like video, virtual reality video game. It was amazing because we couldn't leave the house, you know, for more than an hour a day. So we just put this on. You can watch movies in it, like you're in a cinema. I used to play Beat Saber. Yes. Just like it's kind of like. Yes, you're. Wha- it, you're it's kind of whacking- like Fruit Ninja. But yeah, and it's sort of Guitar Hero because the songs are coming the out music you, right? Comes you gotta- yeah, yeah. I have done it once. I put them on once, and uh, it was a cricket game. And it was bright blue. The sky was bright. I knew there was something crickety about you. Um, The the sky was bright blue. And I genuinely felt like I was suddenly in Sri Lanka. We were playing Sri Lanka. Yeah, yeah. And I took them off and I was like, oh, it's dark and I'm back in London. And I was only for like 20 minutes. No, it's amazing. It's amazing how easily fooled our lizard brains are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? I just believed it. It was great for the pandemic. And I haven't used it since. But you've you've bought a face mask here to keep it cool. Because... My husband is very sweaty. And so he'd be playing Beat Saber and like sweating all over the place. He was using it to work out as well. There was some sort of a boxing mm. game in there. And then I'd put it on and it'd be like sticky. Oh. So to save our marriage, he bought the 
the the washable face guard. Good, good. Yeah, I'm, I appreciate that because I find workout sweat so it's upsetting. Particularly gross, isn't it? There's like a male smell that happens. Mm. That's like male. You know, like my, I had two older brothers growing up. I can just recall that smell so bad, like the the smell of their football bag. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not nice. It's sort of. Oh, I don't really. We don't need to go into details of what exactly the smell is. But as soon as you smell it, it's. I'm straight. I went to a boarding school, so I oh, just right, yeah. basically walked through the fog of that. Oh God! I, I only have to smell it once, and I start missing my parents. Like it's <laughs> crazy. Um, 2021 now, Ginny. We're getting perilously close to present day. Oh look at. I mean, this makes perfect sense. The dog wedding veil. Yeah. So this is before we had a dog. Next purchase. <laughs> <laughs> we were puppy sitting for two dogs. Uh, well, you married? For- Did you marry them? Did you marry the two dogs you were puppy sitting for? Because you should get permission before you do They're, that. Oh, we were watching them because their owners were getting married. Um, and so we ha- we watched them for ten days. And on the day of their wedding, oh. I dressed them up as a bride and groom. And sent them I to bought the- a little tuxedo for the boy dog and a little bride thing for the girl dog. And we sent the pictures to their owners. That is beautiful. I thought it was adorable. Yeah. And did the owners appreciate it? They did, yeah. Because oh. they love those dogs. They miss them. Oh, that's gorgeous. <laughs> that's- and now my dog, Charlie, now wears the tuxedo around. Really? Whenever, you know, just for like formal occasions. I think it's good that dogs have a tuxedo. If they're having a dinner party. Civilised. They're going to the Houses of Parliament. Whatever it is they're doing. They need to have a tux. He was a guest at a wedding and he wore a tuxedo. He was slightly overdressed, but it was cute. There's no greater pleasure than dressing a dog up. It's None. It's got to be done because the dog seems to get it. My dog loves wearing clothes. I've never... (laughs) Because I think he's just like, well, you put clothes on and I'm like you. And now I'm... He wears this one orange jumpsuit that makes him look like an American astronaut who's just returned from the moon. (laughs) And he loves it. It's very cute. That's gorgeous. I think I bought that on Amazon, actually. Okay, good. Again, thank you, Amazon. The number of dogs around the world who must have been dressed up by costumes bought on Amazon. Like, in the past, you probably wouldn't have bought a dog costume that often because, let's be honest, how many dog costume shops are there on the high street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now you're on Amazon. Oh, let's get him. Get him anything you want. I think my dog should be like Superman. Let's make it happen. (laughs) Um, We've got lots of other things going on here. Uh, Ice cube trays. These have been a these have been a disaster. These ice cube trays. Oh, They're like silicone ones, right? Do they taste weird? Yes, they taste so weird. And my husband thinks that it's like a chemical that's being released into the cubes. So I can't taste it, but he tastes it. Uh, yes, we had. So this now we can't use them. Only the other day, I was sort of chewing the ice cube afterwards. I was like, hi. Oh, yeah. It's like it's got plastic in it or something. Yeah, it probably does. Okay, fine, fine, fine. So those ice cubes. It's a shame because the great thing They're about so easy to pop out because you just basically flex them. You're pushing them out, whereas the greatest pleasure of my 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 childhood years was getting the ice cube tray that was made of hard plastic and just banging it, it on the side, <laughs> and like the ice loss rate was worse than the. You lose a lot of trays that way. You lose a lot of good trays that way, right? But the yeah. tray snap, but also you you lose more ice than Antarctica. Like it just goes and you, like eight go on the floor, and you're like, well, those guys have gone, but I've got two for my gin and tonic. Yeah, yeah. Not that I had gin and tonic as a kid. <laughs> I can see that for you, though. I know, it does work for me. But Actually, you look more like a martini man. <laughs> a martini, martini boy. I just love fortified wine so <laughs> soon. Okay, good, good, good. Our radiator air vent to be the radiator's one of those keys. Yeah, great. I don't know what it does or how it does it, but it made our heating work better. The top of radiator ends up with gas in it, or with air in it. You unscrew it, the air goes out and as the air's going out, water must fill in where the air went before. What? So the water fills in 
where the air was before and so your heating system is better. It takes about... So radiators are filled with water and that's what makes them hot? Wow. Welcome to the show. You Did you know that? Yeah. Oh. Okay. But I like my guests to learn stuff on the show. This I is mean, important. I would die without my husband, I think. Well, you'd be cold. You'd <laughs> yeah. certainly be cold. But what I love about the bleed, it's called bleeding a radiator. Yeah. Obviously named by a man who wanted to make it feel like there was sort of some sort of slaughter going mm. on. Bleed that thing. What's great about it is it's the easiest job in the world, but I hope my wife isn't watching or listening to this because it, take, it takes seconds. But, but you I make tell a big her, deal. Yeah. I've got to go and bleed the radiator. I might be, I might be a day. <laughs> this is a perfect example of going out to get the deer, right? Yeah. I'm heading out there to do the thing and it's like, it's th- done. But never tell them that. Hot water comes out when you do it, by the way. When the air's gone, it gets to the hot water and it's boiling. And so it's spray yes, out Yes, have a towel ready. Have a hot towel ready. I was once in my, uh, I was with my roommate in college and we were in the laundry room of like our dormitory. Yeah. Very American. And she was in the middle of talking to me and one of the pipes burst Oh my god! And steaming hot no. feces spewed all over. Her. <laughs> I've never out of, seen out of nowhere. anything like it. We just—it was—it took like a thirty seconds to realize what it was. But she was like, "Is that poop? Is that poop? Is it poop? It's poop." What, what do you say in that situation? Yeah, it's, it's, it's poop. Not on you. Not on me. You're gonna feel victimized. Do you know what I mean? If you're sitting there... I had to endure... I mean, no, it was so funny. I can't even... (laughs) What? She just went in the shower with all her clothes on. It was horrible. But in terms of looking for signs from the world, I mean, imagine if she said before, like, I just don't know what to do in my life. I just need some sort of sign. (laughs) God, are you there? (laughs) Am I on the right path? Exactly. What am I doing with my life? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. Terrible. No, beautiful, wonderful. God. (laughs) Steaming hot shit. Steaming hot shit. Yeah. 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 Where we're going, we'll be showing that we listen to souls because these lovely yeah. ass people gonna talk, talk to the hoes. He's gonna ask a couple uh, questions. What the buying the most? Because one man goddamn just likes a piece of toast. Good. All right, here's what we're going to do uh, as we get towards the end of today's episode. Janine, we're going to go into your most recent purchases. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're going to last 30 days. Oh, okay. Can you remember any of the things you bought? It'll be like pregnancy and baby stuff, I guess. Well, of course. So you are gearing up. Yes. When are you due? Because we're recording this in late June. Yes. And when is it coming out? Well, this probably we'll probably be putting that in July, mid-July kind of time. So September. But oh. I am doing the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. Cool. At nine months pregnant. Very important to do something relaxing in your ninth <laughs> month. Great way to spend <laughs> the final be, trimester. Good to be four and a half hours away from your hospital via train. Oh. Yeah. Get first class for that train ticket. Really. Um, I'm just ignoring it. Well, that is the way, that is the best way to do it. Um, but again, you know, it's there's there's... Lovely stories here. Okay. Okay, because one of the things we like to do on the show is sort of um, define you by the most recent things you've bought and compare it to the first thing you bought. Right. So the first thing you bought was a strobe light. What a legend. The party girl. Yeah. She's here. She's got uh, an adapter as well, so she can even use plugs. (laughs) Right? You're good to go. Yeah. And now, delivered on Tuesday, uh, a ceiling fan. (gasps) This was such an... This almost ended our marriage. I mean, that's perfect, right? Do you have a ceiling fan in your house? No, I don't. Listen to me, United Kingdom. You guys do so many things right, but you need to all get ceiling fans. They're amazing. No. Oh my God, they're so good. What? They cool your whole house down. They're energy efficient. 
in the heat waves that we're having in yeah. London right now, like they're you just need them. Because well, I mean, obviously you associate them with being on holiday, right? With hotter climates. Because the they world's draw... heating up, baby. Oh, I know. Because they draw the heat up, is that right? Or they or they push it down. You can switch it either way. No. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So hang on. So you in can the use winter in the winter, you can use it to push the heat down because heat rises. So all your so the warmest part of your house is gonna be the top of the room, right? Yeah, yeah. But it'll push the heat down to keep it nice and warm. Quick question. Why did it nearly end your marriage? My husband just didn't want to do it. He just doesn't understand. He's from Ireland. He didn't understand it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah. there hasn't been sunshine in Ireland in ever. No. Well, I mean, this is you know the hilarious side of climate change because there's a funny side to everything. Is uh, people having to deal with heat for the first time? Heat for the first time. And as a Welshman, but I grew up in New York. Like we dealt with the most extreme weather. We have like feet and feet of snow in the winter, mm. and then you can you can cook an egg on the pavement in the summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you're so hardened, yeah. New Yorkers. So this yeah, yeah, is yeah. nothing over here. This is nothing. So we finally got a ceiling fan. Okay, fine. So the ceiling fan. You know, here you are. This is where we have to try and define you by the most recent thing. So Pre- the only way I was able to get him to do it was I was like, I am pregnant. I am so hot. You need a ceiling fan. <laughs> and he did it. Yeah. But isn't it hard to install? Don't you need an electrician? You have to get a guy. Yeah. Got to get a guy. Yeah, and unless... he, hasn't, he hasn't gotten onto that yet. So. Ah, okay. So the ceiling fan is going to be on the floor. It's ceiling fan gate right now. It's right, just right, right. in our hallway. <laughs> and so anytime listen... I bring up, did you message to see if anyone could install the... I'm busy. Okay. Do you want me to message him? I've got your phone. Right yeah, here. please. I mean, you should definitely, after um, watching and listening to this, you'll be following Janine Haroni on Instagram, right? Yes. When are you on Insta? What's G- the... At Janine Haroni. Very good. Obviously, you're going to be following uh, Janine on the uh, Instagram. but now... Instagram or TikTok. Oh, hello. For the younger generation. See you there. At Janine Haroni Comedy. Perfect. Do you okay. get a lot of... 13, 14 year olds? Yeah, like the show. Like the show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're really into In- my... Interested in your guests, Amazon, my... sorted Amazon. That's history. right. Yeah, yeah. They just love the logistics of who buys what. Yeah, they love yeah. all that stuff. A joint account, really. I once had someone comment on my Instagram, on my uh, TikTok, you are so like my mom. And then I was like, what? This is, how old are you? And then I looked it up and she was 12. And I thought, I guess I could be your mom. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, I'm probably going to start getting granddad comments soon. So I just don't want to think about that. <laughs> yeah. um, but go and follow Janine, obviously, uh, because she's very funny, but also follow to keep track of Ceiling Fan Gate. And only the listeners and viewers of this will be in on how it's gone. Because if your other half is a story. anything like me, it's never going to happen. Don't say that. It stays on the floor for ages. Ceiling Fan is flooring fan at the moment. I'm going to have to use this baby as leverage. Listen, uh, you arrived with uh, an adapter and a uh, a strobe light to party. Living in a squat. And now here you are. Living now I in own a place. The luxury <laughs> of a place you own with a man who's going to put a fan to your ceiling and keep things cool, right? You have technology and uh, it's it's a happy story as you prepare for the next chapter. And you'll have a nice cool baby. And very clean salads. Well-tossed salads. <laughs> Well tossed salads. Dry tossed salad, yeah. I feel like there's been some good recommendations on the show today. Genuinely, the, the two things which I am going to look into, mm-hmm. right? The steamer. The steamer's great. Because I was ironing a shirt yesterday thinking Spend this Spend is- a little more money and get a good steamer, I would say. What are we talking, like 20, 30? <sighs> the one that I have cracked a little bit. Mm-hmm. I bought like a 10-pound steamer. I would say get like a 30, 40-pound steamer. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing well. I can do that. Yeah. I might get two when we're trying And then the ceiling fan. I think that's amazing. Get the ceiling fan. And you've learned how to bleed a radiator in theory. 
I mean, it's, it seems like magic to me still, but yeah, mm. I'll try. Give so we, we've all walked away with our heads held high and full of more information. Um, Janine, you're brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. Your Edinburgh show yes. is going to be there for the whole month? For From the 2nd of August to the 25th of August. Excellent. Um, and then I'm leaving swiftly on the evening of the 25th to go and attempt to deliver a baby, I mm-hmm, guess. Mm-hmm, good. Uh, and it's called Manouche, and it's on at the Pleasance at 6.20pm. Oh, that's a great slot. Good time, yeah. What room? Which room are you in? Uh, beneath. Oh, my word, that's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be so good. Oh, I'm jealous. Um, Ginny, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. The wonderful Janine Haroni. Check her out this summer. If you are going to the Edinburgh Festival, go and have a look at Janine. She's so, so funny. Uh, if you're not, search her up on all the socials. She's got so much good footage, so much good stuff up and available right this second. There's more stuff available from her interview. We can't play out the whole interview. It was like an hour and a half. But there's extra bits on our patreon.com slash toasterpod page. For as little as £3 a month, you can support the podcast, get early access to episodes, which are ad-free, and get exclusive deals on live gigs, which are coming your way later on in the year. You can hear more from Janine like this. I only roast the ones I love. Do you know anything about this? What is it? Uh, How to Bust Balls Without Burning Bridges by Jeffrey Ross. I think it's a comedy writing thing. I mean... What? Yeah. So that is patreon.com slash toasterpod. And also, talking of websites, go to dualit.com slash toasterpod. D-U-A-L-I-T dot com slash toasterpod. And you could win up to nearly, just just short of, £500 worth of fabulous kit from Dualit. Message ends. Make sure you subscribe as well, by the way, uh, because we've got a great episode next week. The wonderful Julia Morris, the fabulous Australian comedian, is going to be joining me on My Mate Bought a Toaster. For now, though, all the best kind regards. Thanks for coming. It's my mate bought a toaster.